and welcome as he comes to share God's word. Thank you. Thank you. Have fun, bro. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. God bless every one of you more and more and more. Amen. Amen. So I'm um, leaving tomorrow, tomorrow in the evening, back to Germany. But I'm so blessed to be here all these days and know uh, about the history of this city, of this church, and to be in different situations with you, serving and praying and laughing and eating and a lot of things. Uh, I'm so glad of it. Maybe um, you are here and you were yes, uh, Thursday here, and maybe somebody uh, remained back home today because thought about, uh, ah, I don't need to hear this broken English twice in the week. <laughs> but... But what I believe, I do believe in my heart, is that the Lord will use my broken English today and will transform it in word of wisdom and empowering and enlightening in your heart. As he did already in in his register in in the the book of Acts chapter 2, the 120 um, disciples of Christ were speaking in different tongues. And it was... They were over 3,000 people understanding in different language while they were praising God. Amen? Amen. That would happen today. It's my conviction in my heart. Uh, Because I have a topic and I want to give you in a few minutes a testimony that the Lord said in my heart during this trip because he gave me a word for this city, for you. And he confirmed to me Two days ago. Let us open our Bibles in the book of uh, Luke chapter 19. Hallelujah. Because my subject, my topic today is the importance of understanding the times we are living in. The importance of understanding the times we are living in. Luke chapter 19, verse 41 through 44. Are we there? Can you say amen, please? Hallelujah. Do not sleep. Keep awake. Luke 19. Chapter 19, verse 41. As he approached Jerusalem, talking about Jesus, and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. It is hidden from your eyes. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you and encircle you 
and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground, you and the children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another because, because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. There was a problem in Jerusalem at that time. They did not recognize the time of the visitation of the Lord. It's so important because God has made everything beautiful in its time. And God sets in our hearts a sense of time so that we can discover, understand, and live victoriously in each season of these times. Do you believe that? Amen. The Lord itself established these times. And He wants us to live in victory. True. Therefore, He has enabled us to discern the times. There are times to laugh and there are times to cry. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Pastor Josh has been encouraging us the whole week with joy and, 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 and strength. Amen. Amen. But if you are going to the cemetery when somebody has been burned, passed away and his family is there, and you start to laugh there. You can say, my pastor said I should laugh often. Because every sin is made beautiful and it's time. So it's up to us to seek and to understand the times in order to discover what we must do to leave them to the fullness. I don't know about you, but when I'm, when I'm playing table games with kids or with church members and whatever, I always play thinking on win. I'm not wasting time. When I start to play, I say, okay, we only will be deciding who we get the second place. First place is already given. It's mine. Because time is equal opportunity. Time is equal opportunity. And I don't want to miss no one of them. Amen? I mean, the Bible says I am more than conquer. So, should happen. So I want to give you a good example. What happened when we understand the times that the Lord set us to live in? Please go with me to the book of Prophet Daniel, chapter 9. 
the book of the prophet Daniel, chapter 9, let us read first, first 1 through first 3. In the first year of Darius, son of Herges, a maid by descent, who was made ruler over the Babylonian kingdom, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood from the scriptures, according to the word of the Lord given to Jeremiah the prophet, that the desolation of Jerusalem would last 70 years. So, I turned to the Lord God and plead with him in prayer and petition, in fasting, and in sackcloth and ashes. What happened? The prophet Daniel, he was in Babylonia in captivity, but he was praying and searching in the scripture, trying to understand the times. And he found out, he found out that the desolation of Jerusalem should last only 70 years. So, he opened his iPhone and checking his calendar and realized we are in a 70 year. So, it is time for us to go back home. It is time for us to be released. It is time for us to live in our freedom. So, he understood from the scripture, from a word given to a prophet of the Lord, it was written, it is the time for us to get free. No more slavery, no more hard work, back to the place of our rejoicing. Yes. So, he started to pray. He reacted properly to this time. Start to pray and fasting, asking to the Lord, doing repent for, for him, for his family, and for his people. And you know already what happened in the history. Daniel gained the favor of the king, and the king set his people free, back home with riches of the Gentiles to build up again the temple of the Lord. Amen. In verse 20, the same chapter, this is the answer to Daniel's reaction to the understanding of the times he was living in. Verse 20, the same chapter. While I was speaking and praying, confessing my sin and the sin of my people, Israel, and making my request to the Lord my God for his holy hill, while I was still in prayer, Gabriel, the man I had seen in the earlier vision, came to me in swift flight about the time of the evening sacrifice. He instructed me and said to me, listen carefully, 
Daniel, I have now come to give you insight and understanding. As soon as you began to pray, as soon as you began to pray, a word went out which I have come to tell you. As soon as Daniel started to respond to the revelation of the Lord, the whole heaven was moved in his favor. I mean, I can't imagine the whole heaven, the host of the Lord, waiting for Daniel's step. Will he start to pray? Will he start to pray? You know, these horse races, the, the, the door is closed, and as soon as it opens, boom! Gabriel was waiting, waiting on Daniel. And Daniel started to pray, and the Lord said, Go and get him. My dear family, as soon as we understand the time we are living in, the heaven will move in our favor. As soon as we understand the time that the Lord had set for you in Buffalo, and you start to react properly, the heaven will move in your favor and in the favor of this city. It took only one man. Only one man who was seeking the Lord, who understood the times he was living in, and the entire nation gave into freedom. I mean, we are today here more than one. What can happen in Buffalo if all of us are seeking the Lord and understand the times we are living in? Are you with me in that? I mean, I'm leaving tomorrow back to Germany. You remain here. But when I'm coming back, I don't know, next year, I don't know. But I want to live and rejoice with you. Yes. The fruits of your understanding of the times. Yes. Are you ready to receive what is up to us tonight, today? Are you ready? To receive the revelation for the time in which we are living in? Let us go to the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 60. Isaiah is correct? Isaiah, chapter 60? Are you ready? Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rise upon you. You receive it? See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rise upon you, and His glory appears over you. Nations, nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Do we receive it for Buffalo? 
So, three things for these times. Number one, we are living in times where darkness covers the earth. And thick darkness covers the people. What it means for us. Wherever we are going, we are in a confrontation with darkness. What it also means for us, whoever cools down in his faith, whoever steps back, steps away from the path of rashness said to us in the kingdom of, of the Lord, will be covered by darkness. If we turn the lights off right now, darkness will cover this place. That is one of the characteristics of the time we are living in. But, and that is the good news, but for us, the glory of the Lord is addressed to us. The glory of the Lord is said to rise and shine upon us and through us, wherever we are going. Say, Amen. Amen. So, when we walk in the outside, we don't need to ask for permission to the darkness to make play for us. Because darkness will never overcome the light of the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. The only thing that we need to do is to shine in the light of the Lord. But it's not only because of us. It's not only for us to rejoice and and, and to get comfort and and, and to to release and to, to rest into the light of the glory of the Lord. It's also because of the nations that are surrounding us. They are looking for light. They are desperate looking for light. And the Lord said, this appointment, this task for us, nations, verse 3, nations will come to your light. As soon as we start to shine, the nations will come to us. Let me share share with you right now the testimony. I was still in Germany before. I lived to to Calgary, Canada first, and then uh, down here to Buffalo. And I was praying. Asking the Lord, what is the word that he has for me to share here with you? To share and to pray over this city. Because the Lord gave us authority. Wherever we, go, we are going, we can pray and release power, release freedom. In the name of the Lord. And I was praying for this city. And the word that the Lord gave me is this one. Light. 
a buffalo light. So, I came here and I was talking to my dear brother and friends, Pastor Jordan. And I, 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 I said to him, the word in my heart for buffalo is light. So I pray over it and, and, and find out in, what, in which way the Lord wants for me to share this word light. So, and then Thursday I was preaching here, and the Lord was here spoken to our lives. And the day after, we went to the city, to downtown. I went to see the beauty of this city. And they brought me to downtown and to see different places, different sites. And I saw a banner. And it is written there, Light City. So, and I asked, and Christina explained me that this city is called the city of light. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I was literally amazed for minutes without saying a word, without movement. And I feel the presence of the Lord right now here. Come on. Come on. Because it was a confirmation that is a calling for this city yes. to be light. And wow, our ministry come alive word. We are also praying for, for Canada and U.S. Uh, our director, Mike Monteith, spoke with me, say, I'm feeling something special about uh, Buffalo, but I don't want to share with you no details. Please, when you will be there, pray and then tell me what the Lord shows to you. I have very good things to tell you. <laughs> Lie, my dear. In this, it's not only in a delight. It's the light of the glory of the Lord. Yes. 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 Doesn't need battery. No charges. Only, it only takes for us to be in the presence of the Lord, gathering, worshiping, and His light will shine. Say amen. amen. So, how to live as children of light? Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. I want to read starting in verse 8. I just want to leave this behind, uh, uh, back to you to study at home because the Lord shared with me something for today that um, I didn't share on, on Thursday. So I want to read these verses, these verses and, and you will study at home. I mean, I am a sport teacher. I used to leave uh, homework to my students. So I'm, I leave you yet right now. Homework. A first eight. For you were once darkness, but now you are what? Light. light in the Lord. Live as children of light. 
For the fruit of light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. So, any time, every moment, when we are living in goodness, the light of the Lord shines through us. When we are walking in righteousness, the light of the glory of the Lord will shine through us. And the same with truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deed of darkness. Can I hear an amen? amen? Have nothing to do with fruitless deeds of darkness. But rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light become visible. And everything that is illuminated become a light. This is what it said. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead and Christ. And Christ. Be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Make him the most of every opportunity. I tell you before, time is equal what? Opportunity. Make the most of them. What you supposed to do today is only for today. Tomorrow is too late. Yesterday is gone. And we can share nothing on that. What we can do is do the right things today that tomorrow will look better than yesterday. But now is the time. Now is the time. Because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be what? What? Filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another with sounds. I mean, we were doing today, today, the things, this, this part. Speaking to one another with sounds, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please allow to me a short break. So I want to finish with that. Why is why it is so important that we live revealing the light of the Lord in our time? Why it is so important? Listen carefully, please. Our destiny for this time is to shine in the light of the glory of the Lord. Yes. And I want to show you why. If we 
if we go back to the beginning, Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. The first four verses. I mean, the most of us know how it is written. Maybe for our minds. In the beginning, what happened? God created heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. And darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So here's a mystery. And I was always praying to the Lord asking, how could it be possible that you were there creating things and still darkness were covering the depth of the water? God is light. There's no darkness in him. Amen. And he was there since the beginning doing the things. And stick darkness. And I was asking him, this is a mystery or not? And I convinced that he spoke to me. Because the earth was still not in his proper order. Formless. Still empty. The animals and the earth and everything what it takes was under the waters, covered. Was like in Hebrew, it's tohu vavohu. In Germany, when you want to say that something is upside down, you say tohu vavohu. And because of that, darkness was still allowed to be there. But in the right moment when the Lord decided to start with the transformation, how it began, how this process of changes began, verse 3, Genesis chapter 1, verse 3. And God said, what? Let there be light. Let there be light. So light is the first visible manifestation of the Lord in this world. Light is the first visible manifestation of God in this world and it was the manifestation who started the process to bring things in his proper order till the beauty of this planet but everything began with what? light that came for the word of the Lord and the Lord said that they have light you know, the Spirit of the Lord was upon everything waiting for this word. 
and as soon as the Lord said, let there be light, everything started. Amen? It is not the same that happened in Daniel's time. He understood the word. And he started to pray over it and speaking this word. What happened? Israel went back to order. I mean, it is not the same when Jesus came to earth. Jesus came to earth. John chapter 1. Amen? So, and that's why it's so important that we go into the same process. Please let us stand up and read 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And I will ask, please, to the musicians to play something softly in the piano, in the keyboard. Where are they? Please. Come. Second Corinthians, Corinthians chapter four. And these verses that we are about to read right now. Is a calling of the Lord. For you here in Buffalo. The Lord will support you. Powerfully. More than you can imagine. When we respond. Today. To his calling. To arise. And to shine with the light of his glory in this city. Because is the only way that he has set for this earth to move into the proper order away from darkness without the light of the Lord nothing happens nothing and he gave us this opportunity I will put the light of my glory in you. Go in my name and shine. Chapter 4, 2 Corinthians, verse 4 till 6. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers. So that they cannot see what? What is the devil doing? Hidden from the people what? The light of the gospel that display what? The glory of Christ. Any chance that we give him, he will use to bring people in blindness. To keep them captive in blindness. So that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ. Who is the image of God. For what we preach is not ourselves. But Jesus Christ as Lord. And ourselves as your servants for Jesus sake. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, 
made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. The only things that can bring those people out there away from darkness is when we decide to shine in the light of the glory of the Lord, preaching His gospel. It's not about us to enjoy this light in this place. It's about the nations out there waiting for a word of liberty, waiting for a word who brings light in their life. It's your calling. It's my calling. To bring Buffalo back to a city of light. To a light city. Not because of the Niagara Falls, but because of the glory of Jesus Christ. So, let us then step on this calling and respond to this word, saying, Lord, here I am. I want to arise and shine in the light of your glory. And I feel in my heart that here are also people fighting with things and, and asking themselves why. And this is the answer. You need to put all these things back to order. Then darkness will leave your heart. Even when the Lord is in your heart, if your life is not in the proper order of the Lord, darkness is allowed. To hidden things from your eyes. But I'm here to tell you today. Let there be light. Yes. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So just respond to the Lord. Say here I am. Mm-hmm. Do your will in my life. Mm-hmm. Put things back into the proper order. Second thoughts about According to your word, Lord. Because I want to be a shining light of your glory in this city. So let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray over these words. It's your calling. It's my calling. It's our calling. To be light and to shine the light of the glory of the Lord. Thank you, Pastor Vlade, for your word over the city and over our hearts, over our families. I just want to encourage you right now, if you're ready to receive the light of God, you're ready to walk in the order of the Lord, you're ready to step into the things that the Lord is destined for your life. You want to be available for the glory of God, the light of the Lord. Just raise your hands right now to Him. You're receiving from Him. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, we're in your presence this morning. We're so grateful that you're allowing us to discern the times. We're grateful for eyes to see that darkness covers a generation and a land. 
and a people. But we're also, and even more grateful, that there's no debate between light and darkness. And darkness is not your word over our lives. It's not your word over this region. It's not your word over this city. It's not your word over this over our homes or our businesses or our schools. But you have declared light. You have spoken light. And light exists. And so we raise our hands this morning in acknowledgement of your word over every circumstance that we are to be carriers of your presence, carriers of your glory, displayers of your light. And we offer ourselves to you this morning for the display of your glory in our hearts and in our homes and in our work and in our churches and in our small groups and in our classrooms in our neighborhoods, in our parks, in the businesses that you've called us to serve in. We come into agreement with your word. We say yes and amen. Let there be light. And we humbly submit to your word that where things are out of order, let your light shine on that so that we may put them into order according to your word. so that your light will be displayed to the world and to the nations that are searching for your light. Let them find the answer in you as we reflect your glory. We're going to celebrate the Lord's table this morning. But I just want to say this because... We're going to come forward. At the end of our service this morning, there will be people on either side of this platform that would love to pray with you, to help you discern what the Lord is saying, to help you step into and walk into the light. This church exists to see the the kingdom of God advance as disciples are made, as we respond to the Lord and what his instructions are as we experience his presence. So we would love to walk with you in that. So don't don't think, hey, we did this communion thing and now we can go. If you want prayer, if you want to see the Lord break through in some powerful ways in your life, there are people here that will agree with you for that. I believe that there, there is a glory that we will display, but for some of us this morning, we need to press in and have more of that light spoken over our lives. All right, we we celebrate an open communion here, which simply means this. If you have made Jesus the Lord of your life, you are eligible to participate. If you're in this place this morning and you don't know if that's you, literally right now say, Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross, you were raised from the dead, and I receive your gift of salvation, freedom from my sin. If you prayed that and you believed it, you are part of the family and you get to be part of this. So we're going to receive the elements right now. Uh, I think all the servers are in place. If you just come and receive those elements, and let's just gather right here. Let's press in. we got lots of people here this morning. It's going to take pressing in for all of us to fit. We'll wait for everybody to be served.
until it fills up every space. Come and have your way. Let there be light. Let there be light. Just one word and I am changed. Come and have your way. I want to make sure that everybody's served. If you are unable to come forward and would still like to participate, just kind of wave and someone will bring you those elements. Come, come on in. We got people behind you. Pr- press in, press in. It's really interesting that Paul, the instructions that we use, the things that we read when we celebrate communion, are instructions that were given to Paul. He wasn't there when this initially happened. And yet, these, he, he says, I'm going to give you what Jesus gave to me. Sometimes we, we don't think that we have the answer because we weren't there when it happened or somehow we're missing out. Paul said, I want to tell you what I got from Jesus. wasn't there, but I got it from him. The truth is this. We are getting from Jesus his glory. And what's also interesting is that these instructions that we get, Paul was putting into order public worship. This was a church that didn't know how to do things in order. And Paul was saying, hey, listen, I want to tell you how to do this in order. He said, so that the glory can, of God can be displayed. Literally, a couple verses before we're going to read, he says this. Man is made in God's image and reflects God's glory. And he was talking to them how to, how to put things in order when you worship. He's saying, you wear something, you don't wear something. You put something on your head, you don't. He said, let's get the order right so the glory of God can be displayed in us. I believe as we put this, this in order, as we recognize that this gift that Jesus Christ has given us, that as we proclaim it, as we do this together, as we celebrate it together, as we say yes to the order of God, his glory literally is displayed in us. This is what scripture tells us. Paul said, I want to pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. That Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took some bread. And he gave thanks to God for it and he broke it into pieces. And he said this, he said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this to remember me. Hold on to the bread, we're going to Receive them both together today. It says, in the same way he took the cup of wine after supper. He said, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people. An agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this to remember me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you're announcing the Lord's death until his coming. We are announcing the glory of God displayed in Jesus. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for the order with which you spoke creation into existence. Jesus, we are grateful that you came to restore the right order. 
to take bodies that were broken by sin and are broken by sin and set them right again because you were willing to be broken yourself so we could be made whole. We're so grateful that you came to shed perfect, innocent blood on behalf of those who had blood on their hands so that you could set back into order the relationship and the glory and the holiness with which man and woman were created. We receive these gifts. We do this today to not only remember what was done in the past, but to remember what we live in today and to declare to ourselves and to the world that you, we serve a God who is real, a God who is alive, a God who is living and interceding on our behalf, and a God who is coming again to fully redeem His people. We do this to remember and to declare. In Jesus' name. Let's eat together. Let's drink together. When, um, When we do this, we're instructed to consider one another. So I just want to take a minute and I want you to look at some people around you. I want you to consider one another. The person that you are standing with, whether you like them or not, (laughs) has been created to display the glory of God. So look at them again with different eyes. And tell them, tell them, you are glorious in Jesus. God, we're grateful for each other. We're grateful for your body, made up of so many unique parts, so many powerful and anointed and useful parts. We're thankful that each person that's part of this body is needed to display your glory, not only in this church, but in the world. And so, God, we pray for each other this morning for a empowerment like we've never known before to be who you've called us to be for each other and for the world. Lord, show us what it's like to walk together, fully receiving the gift that you've given us in one another, that your body may be whole and powerful and full of your glory. In Jesus' name. Pastor Dan's coming now to close us. If you just want to hold on to your cups, I promise he won't re-preach the message. Papa. I didn't hear what he said, but I really didn't. I was in a dead zone there. But uh, God is good, amen. Uh, Just a few reminders before we go. One very important one I'll save for the end, but 
The ushers are in the back for your giving. If you're a guest here today, you are under no obligation whatsoever to give. However, if God did something in your heart and you want to respond to that, we will greatly receive whatever you would choose to give. But your tithes belong with your home church. Uh, the giving options are up on the screen. Uh, for guests, we have some incredible gifts in the lobby. We'd like to give you one of those and uh, take a few moments to, to uh, meet you and hear who you are and what brought you here. The small groups are moving right now. They're in, they're in action. Uh, if you haven't joined one yet, it's never too late. Check it out online. They're all there. You can uh, find one that fits your schedule, and you can be a part of what God is doing in the small groups. Uh, men's conference. How many men have not registered for the conference? Come on, be honest. If you're in high school, you're a man, we're calling you into manhood. Okay, pastor gave me permission to do this. I want you to take out your phone right now. Take out your phone or your device if you have it with you. And right now, you can go to New Covenant Buffalo. You can register right now. Don't, please don't put it off. We're talking about walking in light. This is an opportunity for you to receive the light, specific light God is giving us in this congregation to teach and release our men to walk in the power and the authority, the glory of God. We need you to be there. Every man needs to be there. Don't do the stupid Christian thing that we all do all too often and wait till the very end. Oh, I'm not sure. I got to check with my wife. You don't need to check with your wife. Tell your wife, my pastor told me to go. I'm under his authority. I'm going to register. How many of you will register today? Come on, that haven't registered. Nobody. This is terrible. You are choosing not to walk under the authority God has put over your life. So think about that for a minute, really. Uh, if you're just, I'm not sure I want to go, you're walking in disobedience. You're walking in disobedience. And delayed obedience, procrastination is disobedience. I'm giving it to you straight. I'm old. You don't, you know, you don't pay my salary, I can tell you. You need to be here. <laughs> You need to be here. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but you need to be here, gentlemen. You need to be here. It's affordable. You can do it. A day and a half out of your life will make a difference. If you don't come, there will be no difference whatsoever. You can sit home on your chair or go home and do the chores, or your honey-do list, whatever. It won't have the same effect in your life. Please, please, please. If you can't register online, there will be somebody in the, in the corner cafe, I believe, or in, in Guest Central to help you register uh, with cash. And women, you're not off the hook. Pastor Benet from Georgia, or Alabama, sorry. It's all the same once you get below Maryland. You know, <laughs> is going to be here. I have heard this woman speak. I've spent time with Nancy in her home. I know her heart. I know what she carries from God. And she has something for you that will change your life. And your husband's life is going to be changed, so you might as well get on board. Otherwise, you're going to be left in the dust going, what in the world is going on? You need to be there. You need to be there. And every man here needs to bring a friend or more friends, or like I said last week, invite your enemies. Think of the person you'd least like to be here with you. The person that drives you crazy, invite them to come. They need it as much or as more than you do. Okay, and again, as Pastor Josh said, there'll be people on either side here to pray with you, to agree with you. Don't walk out of this place 
without someone agreeing with you in prayer for the needs God has placed on your heart, for the needs of other people that you're interceding for, let's come together, let's do business, and walk in the light together for the glory of God. Amen? Amen. Father, thank you. I bless your people, Lord. May they carry the light that they've received today with them. May your glory rise up from your spirit within them, Lord, and shine forth so strongly that people will look at them and say, what is going on with you? What has happened to you? And give us the boldness to declare it's not me you're looking at. You're looking at the glory of God. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. God bless you.